Don't want to work forever? Once you can cover your living expenses with passive income, your day job becomes optional and you reach financial independence. You then have complete control over your time, your money, and your life in general. Spark Rental founders Denny Suplee and Brian Davis, me, are here to help you build rental income, ditch your day job, and do what matters most to you. So on that note, let's jump into today's episode, which, like all of our episodes, was recorded live. Hey guys, happy Tuesday. (laughs) (laughs) We are totally discombobulated on this Tuesday. Uh, The light is out in my conference room, so I'm just hanging out in like the broad communal area here. You know, there's going to be toilets flushing. It's going to (laughs) be, it's going to be the... uh, Normal life. Normal life. Normal life going on here. (laughs) We all try to make it squeaky clean and perfect, but normal life always sets in. Now, let's be honest, it's never squeaky clean and perfect on this podcast. Oh, that is true. <laughs> it's, it's, true. it's always full of, uh, how do we put it gently, personality. <laughs> that is definitely, I remember when my dogs fought way back. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the dogs are fighting in the background. Yes. All that good stuff. All right. Well, so today we are talking all about gift taxes and estate taxes, and uh, most critically, how to minimize and avoid both of those uh, as both a, a giver and a receiver. Last week, we talked all about quit claim deeds, how to use them as a real estate investor. Been on a, big, a bit of a legal kick here <laughs> over the last week or two. Uh, but these are things that you really should know as a real estate investor. So uh, we're going to dive right in. Denny, let's, let's start out by talking about gift taxes. Mm-hmm. So first of all, well, what are they? <laughs> gift taxes are basically taxes on any gift that you provide to another person. So um, that could be like we were just speaking of kind of, it would be stocks, it would be a home, it could be a car, cash, uh, anything of value, basically. The IRS wants to tax it, of course, because they want to tax everything. The nice thing about the federal, though, gift tax is that there are some um, limits and whatnot. So you can give away, well, we just went up to 12.06 million for a lifetime, and then you won't owe tax on on those assets or $16,000 per per donor. Well, um, $16,000 per year. Per year per donor. Right. right. So that that threshold that that threshold is not the point at which someone owes a gift tax. That threshold is the point at which you have to file tax form 709 to report the gift right. to the IRS. So, it's also you give, important to mention that you're considered separate individuals when you're married. So you would actually get twice those amounts. Right. So, let's say that you are married and you have a, a favorite child <laughs> that you want to give lots of money to. Oh, that's... <laughs> so you, you can give them up to $16,000 per year without having to report it to the IRS. Right. Your spouse can also give that favorite child up to $16,000 a year without reporting it to the IRS. So your your spoiled brat of a kid <laughs> could, could walk off with, with $32,000, up to $32,000 this year, um, and the IRS would be none the wiser. Now, if 
you give them $16,001 and your spouse gives them $16,001, uh, then you each have to file separate tax form 709s yes. as part of your tax return to report that gift to the IRS. Now, that doesn't mean that you owe gift taxes on that gift this year. Now, it doesn't. It means that that amount that you gifted them gets recorded by the IRS uh, toward that $12.06 million lifetime exemption limit on gift taxes. Which seems to be going up. Oh, yeah. Year, yeah. Year and, so in tax year 2021, the uh, the lifetime uh, exemption limit was $11.7 million. Uh, this year, it's $12.06 million. It goes up every year to adjust for inflation. Right. So uh, something to keep in mind. All right. Uh, Denny, what about I estate am, taxes? Just to let you all know, I'm, I'm putting um, the IRS definition and information all about estate taxes in the chat. All right. There we go. Uh, so, Denny, what are estate taxes, first of all? Estate taxes are uh, your estate, basically, which consists of securities and taxes on the gross. It's your assets when you die. Right. <laughs> what goes to your heirs, basically. But you what would you subtract, leave behind on this mortal plane. You can subtract the cost of debts, mortgages, and stuff like that, all the administrative, all that stuff. Um and then those taxes pass on to the survivor, which it could be a spouse, it could be a charity, it could be a child, children, in my case. Right. So some, some people call estate taxes death taxes. Um, yes. You know, same difference. It's, it's all of your worldly belongings at the time of your death that get passed on to your heirs. Um, that's your estate. And Now, that's on a federal you. level. There are some states, as there always are, <laughs> that um, get you on the state level. Not all the states, but a 12, I think, of them, 12 or 13, including my state. Well, what are they? <laughs> well, well, oh, we're, uh, I'll go them real quick. Connecticut, D.C., Illinois, Iowa, Kentucky, Maine, Maryland. My home state. <laughs> Massachusetts, Minnesota, Nebraska, New Jersey, New York, Oregon, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, Vermont, and Washington. Right. So on top of the federal government taxing your estate after you die, uh, those those individual states, if you live in one of those states, will also tax your estate upon your death. Now, I now that, understand why so many retirees move to Florida. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Lower taxes in general, nicer weather. Right. Yeah, no income tax. No. Uh, lots of coastline. There's lots to like about Florida. <laughs> <laughs> so that 12.06 million dollar lifetime limit in gifts is the same that's the same limit for uh the exemption on estate taxes so you can give your heirs your, your children or any other heirs up to that limit you know both in your lifetime um and after you die you know that that is a that's the total lifetime limit that is exempted from um gift and estate taxes so right. if you know, if you're if you have a net worth of a million dollars when you die, and uh, you pass that on to your kids, and you haven't given them anything else over the years, uh, your kids will not pay any estate taxes. Uh, but if you have been giving your kids uh, money over the years, and you leave them a significant estate, and the the total of all the money you've left them over the years and your estate comes out to 
over 12.06 million per beneficiary per heir, um, then the government is going to tax your estate above that uh, dollar figure um, and cut cut some of your uh, heirs' estate uh, for themselves. So, how how do we minimize the gift and estate taxes um, so that our heirs, our children, and any other heirs uh, don't have to pay it <laughs> after we shuffle off this mortal coil? Well, I mean, you can set up an irrevocable life insurance trust. You can make charitable donations, uh, a family limited partnership, which is basically like a an LLC for your fam. And um, you can fund a qualified personal residence trust. This is an irrevocable trust. I am not totally familiar with these. So, um, but it is um, apparently a positive and good way to keep your uh, assets safe from taxation. Yeah, you gotta be really careful with irrevocable trusts because as the name suggests, you can't change them once you sign it into existence. So once you um, transfer assets into an irrevocable trust, they're gone. They're not yours right. anymore to mess around with. Like you you lose all control over them. So Yeah, it's your trustee who Yeah, ho so you got holds the ball basically. <laughs> always, always talk with a very knowledgeable estate planning attorney before you mess around with revocable trusts or I'm sorry, irrevocable trusts. Revocable trusts, you can change later. So it's, mm -hmm. it's not permanent. Um, so you, you can be a little, you can play a little faster and looser with revocable trusts, but irrevo irrevocable trusts, like once you transfer assets to it, they're gone. Uh, you no longer have any control over them. So just <laughs> word to the wise. All right. One thing that you can do, especially as a real estate investor uh, or any other type of investor, is rather than selling off your assets before you die and leaving the money in cash to your heirs, leave the money invested in those assets and just pass those assets on to your heirs, you know, whether that's uh, investment properties, whether that's stock holdings. Because when you die, the cost basis for those assets resets to whatever the value is upon your death. So let's just give a really, really quick example here. You buy a property for $100,000, and by the time you die, it's worth a million dollars. If you sell that property the day before you die, then you owe $900,000 in capital gains tax <laughs> on, that, on that property, right? Because it went up in value from $100,000 to a million, went up by $900,000. So you owe capital gains taxes on that $900,000 uh, in earnings and capital gains on that property, right? However, if you own that property at the time of your death, the cost basis resets from what you paid for it, the $100,000, it resets to the value at your death, which was a million dollars. So that $900,000 in taxable capital gains all disappears when you die. Which Same is pretty amazing, stock. even with, yeah. I mean, you have people that have owned a home since like 1950, and oh, and like they Warren own... Buffett, yeah, right. He, I mean, he, he bought he bought that house, and it's a pretty modest house actually. He bought that house in Ohio, uh, or I guess it was Omaha, not Ohio, but uh, for like 50 grand back back in like the 60s, and he still lives there. <laughs> and it makes sense. 
it makes sense. Yeah. And the, the same goes not just for real estate, but also for stocks. So, you know, whatever you paid for a stock, um, that cost basis gets wiped out when you die and the cost basis resets to whatever the stock is worth at your death. So that's a really important point that it's, it's better to leave your heirs the unsold assets than it is to, to liquidate them and hand your heirs the cash. Uh, you definitely don't want to let your heirs know this. Um, <laughs> Because you never know. <laughs> yeah, they might knock you off. I mean, Serious. <laughs> now, all that being said, you know, there are, we're not going to get political here, <laughs> but there are certain political stripes that want to change that rule uh, and don't want the cost basis to reset upon your death um, because they want to be able to tax you more. <laughs> so uh, I, I personally... I don't think that that rule will be around forever, but for now, that is the rule. Um, any assets that you own at your death, the cost basis resets to whatever it is at the time of your death. So, so no jumping out of windows or anything. But yeah, like yeah, it's not not worth offing yourself early <laughs> just to uh, take advantage of that tax rule. <laughs> yeah. Not at all. All um, right, Denny. What are some other ways that people can minimize uh, gift taxes or estate taxes? Well. Um, you definitely want to stay within that uh, well new limit, 12.06 million. Um, so keep track of that and make sure that whatever you're giving stays within that or the, you know, 16,000 if you're single, 32,000 per year if you're married. Um, so you can spread a gift over several years. Um, you can provide a gift on it directly for medical expenses. And apparently that circumvents some of the tax. So it's um, tax-free uh, if it's directly for medical expenses. Yes. And you can't send it, you can't send it to the, the recipient and um, tell them this is for medical expenses. You have to pay the medical expenses. You have to pay the, the, the hospital directly. Right. Whoever the provider is. Yeah. Exactly. And the yeah. same thing for educational. So if you're paying um, college tuition and stuff like that, again, Textbooks. you can't give it to the recipient, yeah. but you can pay the institution. But, yeah. But not books or supplies and stuff like that. Um, and then you want, you and your spouse can both remember, you can both provide gifts, um, yep. per recipient in one year. So you just want to make sure that you're b both on the same page and, you know, if, if you have that favorite child, <laughs> then one isn't giving more than the other, or if you have different ones, but, right. um, so those are some of the, uh, some of the ways that you can circumvent your gift tax. And again, remember, each state is different. So I imagine just like there was the um, states for the estate tax, Asian, the same goes for, for the gift taxes. And as a final thought here, you know, we would never suggest that you cheat on your taxes. But if you don't, if you stay under that $16,000 annual limit and you, know, you don't have to report these gifts to the IRS, I don't know how they would find out about it short of an audit. Um, again, not suggesting <laughs> that anyone cheats on their taxes, but just saying that, you know, it, if it's not reported to the IRS, um, you know, what do they know about what has transpired between you and your children? Exactly.
Again, if you're audited, that's a different story. <laughs> and let me throw in or, this or disclosure right now. We are not accountants or right. attorneys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so please talk to a professional before you plan on doing anything that could get you into trouble. Denny, uh, any final thoughts before we announce the uh, winner of the PropStream giveaway? I don't think so. I think uh, unless anybody has questions, we pretty much covered now they missed their window. <laughs> <laughs> but so, we're giving away a six month subscription to PropStream, which is worth well over $600. Um, PropStream is an outstanding platform for uh, finding distressed properties, you know, properties in foreclosure, in tax sale, uh, owners with, with judgments, tax liens, all that stuff, uh, divorces. So it's a great. Uh, it's a great platform for finding distressed properties. We're giving away a free six-month subscription to it. Um, property charges over 100 bucks a month for their service. And the winner, drum roll, uh, Denny, who is the winner? The winner is Holly P. Now, Holly, if you're watching and you find out about this, please contact us at support at sparkrental.com or Tara at sparkrental.com so we can set that up for you. Oh, did, so did she, did she not, uh, contact us? At, oh, okay. So yeah, uh, we may be, we may be, uh, contacting a follow-up winner because. Yes. If uh, Holly does not, um, contact us with her information. Holly, then, you have 24 hours. <laughs> yeah. Then we will be choosing somebody else. All right. Well, uh, congratulations to Holly P. Uh, if it, stays the winner being holly p <laughs> but we do need you to we do need your contact information um we need you to contact us uh otherwise we will be drawing a new winner and uh emailing them so denny is there anything else that you want to go over before we call this episode complete i don't think so um just to let you all know a lot of this information is actually right on the irs website um and they actually do they provide a lot of information so if you have any just pop on there and read about it if you can um just to learn so that you stay in the parameters on the right side of the law right all right well you guys happy tuesday and we will see you next uh tuesday at 2 p.m eastern 11 a.m pacific for a regular weekly podcast and in the meantime reach out and let us know what you want to hear about moving forward yes this show is all about you guys it's not about us so let us know what you want to learn more about Absolutely. And happy Easter, everyone. Happy Easter. See you guys next week. Bye-bye. Did you know we offer a free eight-video course on how to reach financial independence with real estate? It's super bingeable with each video around 10 minutes long, but packed with information. Visit sparkrental.com slash learn for instant access. And please don't forget to rate and review our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen. Thanks for joining us and we will catch you on the flip side.